Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever Madness Podcast episode. I am your host, John Bell. (laughs) I'm giving myself my own sound effects because I can and it's awesome. So, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of intro, a little bit of background, a little bit about who I am and what is the Madness Show and how it came to be, and then we will start cranking out episodes like crazy. It'll be magical. So, a little bit about me. So, I am 35 years old at this point in my life. I am a pastor, a lead pastor of a church in a small town called Waxahachie, Texas, Um, I gave my life to the Lord right before my 22nd birthday. I have done a lot so far in my little bit amount of life. Um, Currently have a beautiful wife I've been married to for 12 years. I have four precious kids. I've been cranking out those tax deductions like crazy. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, I wouldn't mind having a fifth if my my wife doesn't mind. But, you know, who knows? so anyway, happily married, like I said, four kids and uh, a dog. Um, that one wasn't bland, but I have a dog. Uh, pastor of church, I have a DJ company, a communication company, but I kind of got rid of the DJ company because Madness, which I'm going to get to in a moment, is what you're listening to right now. And I'm going to explain what it is. Explain what it is. So uh, when I was 18 years old and I was living the crazy life, doing all the crazy stuff, I had a friend. His name was Fuller Time. His name was Andrew Fuller. And we both sat down. We're like, man, there's got to be more to life. And why do we dance? Why do we break dance? Because I break dance. I'm a white boy, but I got some skill. So why do we Why do we spin on our head? Why do we break dance? Why do we do these things? And we're like, there has to be a purpose. Keyword purpose. There has to be a purpose to why we are dancing and doing these things and using hip-hop and rap and graffiti and whatever. I said, you're right, man. And it's so funny that God can give you an idea in the midst of anywhere. So I had experience in the church. I was at youth group, but I was kind of playing the youth group in that I didn't, I wasn't fully invested in my heart. I was kind of there for like the stuff, the basketball, like, you know, seeds were planted. Yes, absolutely were planted, but it wasn't really until 22 that I really discovered my faith in Christ and what that means and how I live. So anyway, I was kind of doing that. And then, um, one night, like I said, we said there has to be a purpose to our dancing. And I feel like that it was God that put into my heart Madness. What does madness stand for? So now 35, 17 years later, madness stands for motivation and dedication. Never, ever stop striving. So madness, what my, what is my madness? What am I motivated for? What am I dedicated to? What will I never, ever stop striving for in this life? And the answer to that, my friends, is my faith in Jesus Christ, the one who took me from what I was doing and, and took, a, like, didn't take away, but paid the price for all the things that I've ever done bad. It's just crazy to think about. So here we are as a pastor. I use humor. I use comedy. Um, I use just a bunch of different things, all as an effort to draw people closer to Jesus. And so, madness since its inception when I was 18 years old, um, and then when I gave my life to Christ at 22 years old, right before, or 21 technically, we started doing all kinds of stuff. So things for God, prison ministry, 
Uh, me and my buddy who I'm about to bring on the show today as the first guest of the Madness Show. Uh, we've done prison ministry all across America through Bill Glass, behind the walls, and it's been an amazing journey. Obviously, COVID kind of shut that down for a while, and so that's been difficult as we've been navigating all of that. It gets that sound because it's been sad. COVID has definitely changed up everything as we know it and is still continuing to bring all kinds of craziness and chaos with um, what people are allowed to do and gather and, and things like that. So, uh, But today we're focusing on madness and the intro video of what it is. This, this from dancing to podcasting, we do a lot of interactive entertainment uh, in, in madness. And so we've done school assemblies, we've done prison ministries, we've done all kinds of things that you name and we've done it. And now we're so excited. I've been told my whole life, hey, John, John, do a podcast. It could be magical. It could be awesome. And I think now is the time. Now is the time to finally dive into podcasting, dive into different topics using faith, family, and bring in the funny with those topics. So it's going to get fun. We're going to have guests. We're going, everything we do, though, needs to have a purpose. And that purpose is to bring people closer to Jesus. And what does that mean? But also talk to people that have different views and learn how to have conversations that are healthy even when you disagree. And I'm going to say funny things from my experience as a pastor in church, funny things from, you know, I'm a pastor, but I'll be DJing a wedding and talking about Jesus to a drunk person at the wedding and all kinds of just fun experiences that I've had in life. Um, Throughout that journey, like I said, there's been different um, key people in my life, friendships, shout out to uh, Andrew Fuller, Andrew Mapp, um, Chris Zarkia, Mark Gunderson, Desi Lewis, uh, the original crew, uh, shout out to those guys who have always meant a lot in life because they helped shape this thing, uh, shout out to uh, Ian Williamson, um, the 180 dance team when I was 16, shout out to them in this first episode, um, Grace Harvest Fellowship, now known as One. Um, shout out, rest in peace to my homie, uh, Toshin Gary, who was a part of that crew and some some different people that were in and out. And uh, and now, who I'm going to bring on as a guest to just kind of join us in this first episode and kind of reflect about Madness. He's been a part of Madness for 12 years. And so he will be a frequent guest on this podcast. And so I want you guys to give a warm welcome to my brother from another mother, the chocolate to the vanilla, the pepper to the salt, the tire to the Michelin man. <laughs> Got to add a, some fake laughter because I ain't getting the real thing right here. Shout out to my friend, Mr. Warren Define Turner. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Warren. Hey, glad to be here. And for those of you who can't see, I'm literally sitting within an arm's length. I could... You know, poke him, smack him, touch him. Um, not in a weird way. Just in yeah, like I know. A, I can, yeah, he's guy. he's right by me. <laughs> but here, and this is the thing about this podcast. I really wanted to do it in one take. That means that anytime you hear me laugh weird or I wheeze or I snort because I notice the older I get, the more weird sounds that I make, you're going to hear it all because I don't have time to edit these mostly, <laughs> but also because it's raw. You want to hear like people are real. We make mistakes. And so anything, so we're going to try to be on our best behavior um, because, you know, also I'm a pastor. So I do have a lot of people that look up to me and, and uh, 
you know, if they're like, Hey, I listened to your podcast and, uh, man, you snort and you wheeze. I don't know if I want to go to church anymore. <laughs> Not today. And, uh, so yeah. So Warren, a little bit about Warren. Warren, um, goes by the name of define D E F Y N E. And he has, um, many albums to come, many songs to come. So check out his music, define music. And he's on Facebook and all of the good, you know, social media. So find him. His music is uplifting and you don't want to miss that because he definitely has a gift and he'll be producing a lot more uh, music and, and things like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Process. so with Madness, 12 years together. And uh, so a little bit of how I met Warren is uh, when I was a youth pastor, I thought, man, you know what I need to do? I need to go out there and I need to find some kids to join the youth group. So I knew I was a, you know, I knew I could break dance and I knew that, you know, I had some moves and I thought, man, how can I, you know, find, find someone for the youth group using the skills that I have, right? Makes sense. So I thought I'm going to go to the local gymnastics place. And as a 22 year old kid, I'm going to just straight up tell these kids, I'm going to battle you. And if you don't know what I look like, picture a dad bod. <laughs> picture a 35-year-old dad bod, glow in the dark, salting cracker. Warren and I do a lot of jokes that could be offensive, but we're we're really good friends and brothers. Yeah. So don't be offended if you're listening to this podcast. And if you are offended, then I don't really care. Go to a different <laughs> podcast. But Warren and I make a lot of jokes. So anyway, I went to this place and... Warren had a crew called the Fusion 8. They were like the coolest crew in Waxahachie High School. And I found out where they practiced. And so I went, you know what? I am going to go. And I'm going to go challenge them to a duel of dance. This story never gets old. So (laughs) there's controversy surrounding the story of madness in a sense that the lady that owned the gym where they practiced happened to... Hold on. I'm not going to answer that call. See, one take. I could bring them on as a guest. I totally forgot I had this Bluetooth, but I don't know that number, and it could get really weird, but we'll get back to that later. Um, Back to the story. So the lady that owned the gym where they practiced went to my church, and she told me that they practiced there. So I went there. I offered them a duel, and I said, hey, I'm going to battle you. I don't even know what I was wearing. Probably some overalls and and a... Farmer hat. I don't it know. Was I, so long ago, I can't even remember. He probably looked at me and was like, "You weird white boy, what are you doing up in here?" So I said, "Hey, if you guys win, then I'll give you some money and I'll help you kind of pursue your dream of being background dancers and doing hip hop." I'm like, "If I win, you guys got to come to church. I'm having this big event called Bringing the Noise, and you guys got to go." So they uh, they they did their thing, and you know, we turned on some cool jams. They were doing their thing. They were awesome. And uh, the great thing about me, though, is um, you look at me and you're expecting country music. You're expecting line dancing. You expect me to clap off beat. That was that's, my mistake. That's how Warren looked at me. <laughs> that was my and, mistake. And many of us white boys are falsely portrayed as, listen, you, you probably are horrible at dancing. But little did they know that through many hours, I went and they were like, go snowman, go. I mean, they were like chanting. It was, it was fun. They were like, oh my gosh, because he break dances, he can pop and 
do all these things. I pop and lock it, but I don't drop it. You know what I'm saying? Hey-o. So um, <laughs> anyway, so we battle, and then we ask this lady, hey, who won? And she goes, hey, John wins. And it's controversial, like I said. Warren is here. I mean, <laughs> it was controversial because, It was know, planned. She, <laughs> she goes to the same church, so then it became controversial. <laughs> but I won, and then what happened was is, is out of the Fusion 8, you know, the Fantastic Four, uh, they came. They came to the event, bringing the noise, our church event. And we danced. We had fun. And out of all eight, here we are, you know, how many years has that been? That's been. Twelve. Back in 2009 is when we met, April 11th. 2009, April April 1-1. Yep. Out of those eight, I think two kind of gave their heart to Jesus. And Warren has been, since that day, He's ministered to hundreds of thousands of people through all kinds of shows and uh, ministry opportunities. And so here we are, and he's my first guest because he's such an intricate part of Madness. He's been with Madness for 12 years, and he's going to continue to be a part of Madness through his rapping, through his dancing, and through all the things he does. He's just going to be doing it from where? Minnesota. Wait, I want to play this sound clip. Uh-oh. I said, oh, Lord, Jesus, it's a fire. That's right. There's a fire, and it's happening <laughs> in Minnesota. So, um, yeah. Oh, boy. That's exactly what I thought. So I'm excited. Yeah, and, and it <laughs> makes me want to play this sound. Like, you know, when there's a breaking news, like someone in your life tells you, like, hey, I'm making a major life decision. Things are going awesome. In breaking news, Warren Turner moves to Minnesota to be a Vikings fan. Just kidding, not a Vikings fan. It's possible. Well, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan, so <laughs> there's that. Let's but the games. so Warren is, um, you know, he's just God's blessing him, and he's moving, and he's excited. And so I thought the first guest, rightly so, should be Warren Define Turner, who's been a part of the Madness for 12 years and counting. Madness has always been a ministry tool. But I messed up. I made madness a business to make money doing weddings and DJing. And that was never the goal of madness. The goal of madness was always to present motivation and dedication. Never, ever stop striving. The logo is literally a heartbeat. A, 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 uh, what do you call those? The electromagnetic heartbeat pulse. There's some uh, fancy doctor word and I can't think B- of. B- well, it's not a BPM. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. A beep them. It's 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 the little <laughs> jagged chart of like you know, like says you're alive, right? I'll think of that name. I could Google it, but I'm not going to. I'm just that's the heartbeat. That it's a heartbeat M. It's a heartbeat in shape of a shape of an M. And so it's always been, hey, what is your motivation? What is your dedication? What will you never ever stop striving for? And it's my pursuit of Jesus Christ. And him crucified. And so I like to use humor and hip hop and different things to bring people closer to Jesus. I think Jesus has a sense of humor. I think a lot of people just don't I think a lot of Christians are 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 just overly serious. I think we have reverence towards Jesus and the things of Jesus, but I think also that Jesus probably attracted people to him. I think he was personable. I think that he probably made a joke every once in a while. Um and so Anyway, I we madness has always been that, and so the podcast is a help, is a fulfillment of that. We've actually slowed down. We stopped DJing weddings and birthdays. We're only doing community type events where there's an where there's an opportunity 
you know, to truly minister to someone. So, um, I'm trying to think of what I want to ask you. There's just, and I, I I'm, I'm like, I want to ask you a series of questions, but I also want to use these buttons to enhance <laughs> the podcast, you know? Yeah, so make a show out of it. That's what we're doing. You know what I mean? Um, and this is so funny, right? So I have this, this golf clap. Sounds like I know, and then and then I have like this. Oh, thank you. you know, thank you, thank you. So I even thought about using it and be like, "Hey, give it up for John!" <laughs> Woohoo! And uh, now give it up for uh, Warren. <laughs> See, I mean, I wouldn't do that. I, I would, I would flip it for him because you know I love him, and I would, I would give me the golf clap, you know. Um. Because sometimes when you're preaching a message in a church, that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you're giving a word and people are like, ah! And then sometimes you preach something so hard to hear that you get the golf clap. And it's usually like my mom, because my mom goes to my church, so she's like clapping, you know, and anyone around her, because they're like, oh, that's pastor's mom. Probably should clap, right? Mm-hmm. You know? I'll Can I get a church start. clap? Come on, shout out Lecrae if he ever listens to this podcast. That would be so cool. I'd be very, very cool. 116. Come on. Love him. Come on. So madness is that. So I hope you guys kind of understood that. I know it's my, my thoughts can be scattered, but a little bit about my testimony, my background, who I am, and what this podcast will consist of with faith, family, and funny, different topics, uh, my view through my experiences of being a, a lead pastor right now at 35, a hooligan, someone that wasn't born and raised necessarily in the church, but gave their life to Christ right before the 22nd birthday. And just there's a lot of stuff to talk about, and I believe that God has, um, you know, has been really tugging at my heart to do this podcast. And so it's so cool that I got to do it. First episode with Warren Turner. So great right now. And also shout out all the people in the history. So I'm from born in Charleston, South Carolina, was raised in Spokane, Washington, moved here to Texas, walks at you, Texas. And that's where I've been now since 2009. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, it's been awesome. My wife's from, you know, the mountains of Montana. And uh, so, yeah, it's just been, it's really cool. Life is a journey. Life is a fun journey filled with so many fun, fun things. So as far as madness, like I said, motivation, dedication, I hope every time you listen to this podcast that you laugh and that it draws you closer to Jesus and that there's joy. Like if there's anything that I would want, it'd be the joy of the Lord to like hit you wherever you're at and you laugh and you listen to us. Sometimes, you know, you might listen to a subject that you're interested in. Sometimes you might listen and be like, man, these guys are crazy and they're just having fun. They're laughing, but it's all ups and downs. And what's cool about technology nowadays is in 30 years, right? We can have our kids and our grandkids. They can be listening to these podcasts going, dang, that's cool. I didn't know my dad went through all that or I didn't know this happened. That happened with, with anybody. And so we're already, you know, we're already, you know, 15 minutes in. So I'm going to try to make every podcast. I'm going to try to release them at least once a week for you guys. I'm going to try to have a guest every show. I'm going to do different segments in the show. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be um, sometimes serious, sometimes, uh, you know, mostly funny, but sometimes the serious moments because it happens. I'm going to have my children on here as guests sometimes. <laughs> um, I just showed Warren. I let my kids do a podcast without me in the room. And it's hilarious. Right? So cute. I mean, it's five minutes kids. of just complete adorableness. Um, I have a nine, I have a 10, sorry, 10. You'd get mad if I got that wrong. She just turned 10. Oh, yeah. My oldest is 10, 10 year old girl. Got a seven year old boy, five year old boy, 
and a nine-month-old baby girl, right? So kids are funny. They just say funny things. And Warren is cool because he's about to enter in, you know, to what it's like, you know. Parenthood. Parenthood, bossing some kids around. Um, We're going to have an episode where we call it the Dad Cast, where we just get a bunch of Christian dads around the room. We talk about funny stories of living life and community and what that looks like. Um, So, yeah. And if you have any questions on some episodes, I might give you my phone number so you can be live (laughs) in the podcast and you can ask questions. Uh, We're going to do funny segments. I have a segment called Ain't Nobody Got Time For That. And it's just about the stuff that we give too much brain space to that does not matter. And it happens in the church all the time. I'm a pastor. I see it all the time. And I'm like, why are you giving space to that in your brain? Let me show you the clip, right? This is what I mean, Warren. The president describes her horrifying experience she gets when it. she first realized the conflict She gets it. Fire. Listen. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I just not today. Right? Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, so I'm gonna do a segment in the show called Ain't Nobody Got Time for That. I'm gonna do a segment of the show where we do breaking news, but it's not what you think. How many times do you turn on a program or you listen to something? Or you ever like watch news, Warren, and the news gives you the dumbest story? Like in the world. Yeah, I remember doing something like that back in school for, what was it, um, current events. Current events. And so it's almost like nothing important is going on. So you pull up the dumbest news story that you can in these programs. Like, you know, and and the the dumber part is of how many people just are like, oh my gosh, so-and-so has a new husband or a new wife. And I just want to do like breaking news. No one cares. (laughs) (laughs) like you know so the show will have different segments throughout the show and like if you're traveling like i said 30 minutes about for every episode just to kind of you know have a little fun and i want to end every podcast you know with a prayer so warren what has been like some of your favorite memories of madness not the dj stuff because that was like really my i didn't listen to what god had for me because you know madness in my heart has always been ministry Yep. Which some of the only things that have actually accomplished that is when we've done like concerts here at the church or prison ministry, which we've got to travel together. We've got to share hotel rooms. Give like a favorite memory of madness, maybe traveling, or we'll start with the hotel experience. Oh, is boy. there any like memories that just are are just in your brain when I say tell the people you know about a experience in our hotel room or flights. Okay. When it comes to the flights, um, my, (laughs) okay, go ahead. My very first flight for prison ministry was actually to Ohio. And I will never forget that. Cause I, um, (laughs) yeah, my very first flight being out of Texas, um, just traveling on my own. I was very scared. I had no idea what to expect. Got on the plane, get ready for takeoff. I'm clinching the seats as hard as I can. Um, I'm like squatting. I'm clenching my my butt. Like it's just I was oh, freaking out my mind. Um, but I mean, after the first flight, we had to do we had a layover, so I had to do it twice. But after that first one, I was calm, cool, and collected. I was ready to get back on after I came back home. So I was very happy to be flying all over again, nonstop. So I really enjoyed. You that. know, and and the listeners out there, I have a video somewhere on a hard drive, um, <laughs> of Warren's first flight. 
And it's so crazy because the lady was babying him, right? Yep, she was. You know when you go out to like a restaurant and, and some like, you know, kind of like a, you know, like a, I don't know, like an older, like we had this, I think, was she, wasn't she older? She was an older woman. Yeah. Was she white or black? She was white. Not that that matters. But you know when like <laughs> old ladies, white or black, and they're like, oh, baby, what you want, baby, honey, honey, do. They don't say do, but you know what I'm talking about? You go to a restaurant, and they're like, can I get something for you, sweetheart? Honey bumpkin. I mean, it's it doesn't matter if you're white or black. I mean, you guys, you know what I'm saying. The, the polite old lady, she was taking care of Warren. We were in the very back of the plane, too. So, yeah, I can imagine that on top of being my first flight. I yeah, was she was like, paranoid. can I give you some more cookies, honey? Are you okay? You want a, you want a cold pop? Yeah, they were just like, what do you want? They are babying him, so it was pretty funny. Um, another thing traveling with Warren is, um, you know, Warren uh, likes it hot in the room. I like it cold in the room. And yet I'm going to a cold state. And, and now Warren's <laughs> going to be, you know, you know, snowboarding. So it's just weird, but I like it at 65. So we have this rule. Whoever's first, whoever is first in the room, you choose, if you choose the bed by the thermostat, you control the room. But the irony is in a hotel room, the thermostat is always across from the actual unit. Yep. In that little AC. So so weird. If I get close, I get to choose the room temp, but I don't get to be by the cold fan. So it's hard to choose. Is it not? It is. I mean, we had times where sometimes they booked one room with one bed. Oh, that was so awkward. Then you got to look at each other and go, listen, I'm a happily married man. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spoon. And if we do sleep in the same bed, don't you dare wake up and look at me in the eyes. We tell no one. But Warren, Warren, you know, he took it like a champ. He's, I think he slept on the, the futon thing, yeah, that was you know, futon but bed. either one of us were like, no, floor's better. And I think the younger you are, you know, he doesn't have, you know, he's a little more limber, you know. I got I got five years on this guy. So, you know, he took he took the thing there. Um, what is something for the people? Like, so Madness Ministry, one of the biggest ministry things we do is we go into the prisons. And Warren and I have been in to over 100 units across America together. Tell someone one of your fondest Madness Ministry moments in the prison itself. Like, is there a memory that sticks out to you right now that you're like, man, that was crazy? Hmm. There's a lot of... <laughs> it's scary. It's scary, bro. It's not as scary as people make it out to be. Like, it really isn't. Like, it's understand that they're just people who just got caught up in the wrong things. They just want people to talk to them like they're humans, you know, and not be treated um, poorly as such. But when it comes to the experience, there's been a lot. Uh, we've had a lot of funny stuff happen. Um, a lot of serious stuff. <laughs> Um, I think, I think my most favorite time going into the prisons, um, was actually one of my first time actually helping, uh, actually leading somebody to Christ. You know, um, we were short staff. We had plenty of time after we got through performing our, um, our set and they asked if we just wanted to stay around, help and talk to, uh, some of the, uh, inmates. And so we off, we did our own thing. We started in the group, separated, talked to people individually. And then I was by myself with somebody and actually had the opportunity to lead somebody to Christ. And that was actually my first time doing that in the prisons. And that was like a great experience. I was overjoyed. 
for them and with them. And it was just a great time. Things like that happen all the time when we go into prisons and just a great feeling to be a part of it. Dude, that is, that is good. I think one of, I have several memories, right? Yeah. Like, and sometimes like it's hard to just sit here and do a podcast. I'm like, Hey, start talking and, and, and picture memories. But, um, so I remember the first time we walked into a unit, it's, it's crazy to hear the gate click behind you. You know what I mean? Like the big gate, like, boom, and like you're in. And it's funny because like this ministry, particularly this ministry, Bill Glass, they've had like 50 years, no incidents. But it always is something else to sign a waiver that says, listen, if I get shanked today, I'm not going to sue the prison. Oh, I just thought of something. <laughs> I'm going to take my shanking and I'm going to be okay. I believe in healing. God is a healer. Like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you sign your right away almost. Like, yep, hey. Much. And there's times where Warren and I are sitting there, and there's like, you know, 500 people in a yard, you know, just looking at you with the with the cold eye. Like crazy, like crazy eyes. And we're going, if they wanted to, they could like overtake us. Yeah. But 50 years, no incidents. We've seen, one time we have a juvenile unit, and... They forgot, like, you know, back when I was in day, there was, like, two gangs, Bloods and Crips. Nowadays, there's, like, hundreds of gangs. Mm-hmm. You can be the neon green gang, the neon. I mean, everyone has a color, so you can't really wear a shirt without, you know, getting in trouble. You know, <laughs> California is crazy like that. So, anyway, <laughs> we're a juvenile unit, and I think the, the craziest thing that I've ever seen happen is they forgot to to lock up one kid or separate him, and he, he flew over the chairs and super, Superman punched this other kid, and then and then we didn't get to do the 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 program that day but they did let us go pod to pod which is cool Mm -hmm. because in prison ministry you have several different cases you have like county jails prisons federal prisons and so you have different areas of the prison like the segregated people death row you might have like we go to a county jail and they're just coming off of drugs or something like i remember uh one unit two is me and warren are like like now that we've been into like a hundred units it didn't take long for us to be like, all right, listen up here. Like, there's like a confidence of the Lord that you get. The first couple shows, you're like, uh, hey, mm-hmm. um, I'm just a random white guy in black eye. And, you know, we're just here to uh, minister at seven in the morning uh, on a Saturday. And right, there's like this timid, like, very, um, please don't shank me. <laughs> Sir shanks a lot. Um, and I remember this one time, it was in county jail, Houston, Texas. And, um, this dude was getting off drugs or something. And they called him Angel. Remember that? They called him Angel. He had long, silvery, luscious, like, beautiful hair. And he was coming oh, off God. drugs in the Houston County Jail Unit or whatever. And me and Warren, like, you draw the people in. They come to the community area with the tables. And this guy was, like, going... And he was headbanging. In the middle of us, like, giving our presentation. And if anything, as a pastor, this has helped me with my public speaking. There's nothing crazier than trying to get through a program with a dude going, and he's looking right at you. Then we go to another unit, and this dude, the way that they angled it is there's no privacy. Nope, none at all. And so this dude's taking a deuce, and... Taking a deuce in front of people, that's not weird. Wiping in front of people, that's weird. We're trying to give our program, and this guy's just, you know, he has like a face tattoo, and he's like looking at me. 
And I felt bad because <laughs> I'm trying to preach the lesson or whatever we have prepared, and he's going to the bathroom. And I think he's waiting for me to, like, turn away so that he can wipe. And it was just the craziest thing. We've been in women's units, you guys, where this old lady, the the security guard was like, put your clothes on. And you, me and Warren just heard this lady scream out from the middle of nowhere like, it ain't nothing they ain't seen before. And we're like, oh, my gosh. You know, because when you're, when you're a man in a woman's unit, they're like, hey, there's a man on deck. You know, like, be careful. Put your clothes on. Like, And I always joke with Warren because, you know, for the bulk of me and Warren's ministry time with Bill Glass, Warren has been single. Yep. And so Warren and I, and we're going to continue to do prison ministry together, and I pray that the prisons open up and COVID um, won't prohibit us from keep doing this, and Florida's opened up and some other states. But it's just funny because the joke with Warren was, like when you go into a unit and you're single, people would look at him like the women of the yard, and they'd be like, mm, a man, there's a man. Like we would set up outside and all these women would be walking by in single file lines going, why is there a man? Because you don't know how long it's been since they've seen a man, but I'm like, I'm like, listen, ladies, the Wonder Bread's taken, but the chocolate is available. <laughs> remember that? Don't under the, yeah, I do remember It's been like that. a running joke. Every time Warren and I go into the units, we're like, you know, I even joke around in the, in the men's units. I'm like, hey, Warren's single. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I oh, smell me a man. With some bass. Sorry, my my lovely secretary here at the church um, just told us she's going to lunch through the door. Um, so anyway, yeah. So uh, what's another, like now that we're talking, like memories are starting to flow a little more, you know, and I know this first podcast is going to go more than a half an hour, but is there any other like stories or, or things that you think about for people? Just like a lot of people have never been into a prison and stuff. And I feel like madness so far, a bulk of our ministry has been a couple school assemblies, church concerts but the primary bulk of what we've done is like more and i were on a dance team called right side shout out to our boys reagan brian jeff uh cammy becca like lamont shout out to the right side crew, right side crew. yeah so we like did a, a big thing for ronnie uh ronnie bonk i don't know his last name Bonkard, whatever he was a big evangelist and we did that show with carrie job yep and um, 20,000 people. 20, people. Warren and I have done tons of performances all over everywhere. But the bulk, like I said, has been prison ministry. So that's why when we kind of do this episode before he moves, it's kind of talking about like just some of the memories of going into the units. Um, I remember one time, and I'll be vulnerable on here, like, you know, and this is more like the funny because my brain, the way it works, is like, it's just funny. And so I remember um, <laughs> like, a lot of units don't have air conditioning. Oh. And it's hot. It's so hot. And some of you are probably going to drop off and be like, this is getting weird. But it just sticks out as a memory. It was like, and it was funny because it was like, I love to laugh. And laughing's good. And I remember one time, when you go into a prison unit, there's one thing that you don't want to have to do. And that's go number two. <laughs> Am I right? I'm right. Like, you don't want to have to use the bathroom. Because once you get past, like, the officer's quarters in the nice bathrooms, you either are going to go to the bathroom and, you know, from a bunch of people, you know. And I remember my stomach really hurt. So they took me to this gymnasium area, and it was so hot. 
And I don't know when it's hot. You know when you go to the bathroom and when it's hot, it accentuates the smell and it gets heavy and thick like a fog. Oh, no. I know. I'm sorry. This is graphic. But anyway, I went to the bathroom. Long story short is I get out of the bathroom, you know, and then the entire group walk past the bathroom and they were like, oh, my gosh. And everybody knew it was me. <laughs> like, they saw me walk out. So that was really embarrassing. That was a, I know Warren knows what I'm talking about. It was just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I <did> too well. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was just, it was just funny. Um, but the beauty of things that have happened. Um, like I said, they, they use Warren and I to go into men's, women's, and juvenile units. And let's talk about the women's unit. Like, a funny oh, story. Oh, man. The Holy Spirit came down more than. Like we were supposed to, we were scheduled to go to like a youth unit. Something happened. They sent us to a women's unit in downtown Dallas. Right? Yep. And Warren and I are like, oh my gosh. Our first, our first one actually. Like uh, what to expect. I remember we went into one of those pots and there's like 64 women or so. There's this, remember that big African-American girl? Yep. They called her like Big B or something. You know, when like, and she was just cussing up a storm. She was like, <laughs> just cussing. And we're like, oh, this is going to be a good show, right? And uh, so we went into this unit, and the, the officer, remember the lady? The officer was like, she'll kill somebody. She hasn't gotten up out of this bed in, like, days or weeks or whatever. And they called her Big B or something like that. And, like, she's the boss. People, like, cowered to her. We're doing our program, and she's, like, trying to sleep, you know? And you know when people roll over to the other side because they ain't trying to see you? Mm-hmm. This girl, Big B, rolled over to the side. Warren and I are just weird. So we start dancing. We start pulling in the crowd, and I'm telling you the Holy Spirit fell because this is what happened. Big B, we went in there with the, this message. By the time we're about to leave the unit, we have all of these women the Holy Spirit has these women doing a soul train and Big B is on the floor doing the worm. That was great. The power of God in that place fell. The security card, the security card, the security guard was literally crying, going, this is unbelievable. Like the spirit of God, the joy of God entered a place of hopelessness. And one that's one thing I will cherish for the rest of my life. Is I've never, I mean, you go in at on a Saturday at seven in the morning, sometimes six in the morning, and you don't know what to expect. And we walked in this unit and we leave, and, and the power of God fell in that place. And Big B was doing the worm. And there was like crying and hugging. And it's just so cool to see hope in a hopeless place or to see like faith in a fearful place or to see like we've seen God move more so than a lot of people may ever get to see. You know, and you look, a lot of the Bible was written when people were in lock up. They were locked up. They were in prison and they were writing. Like, so it's been cool. It's been a, a wonderful connection. But what is something, Warren, that you, you know, just through prison ministry or anything else, like you'd want to say to people or, you know, as we try to wrap up today's first episode ever, like what's something that you'd want to say to the people? Um, give it a chance. Sign up for Bill Glass Ministries. You will not be disappointed. You will love what that ministry is about. Um, the training is great. The people are great. The teammates are great. 
Um, we all work together for the common good to go out there and save lives. And in the end, you'll learn a lot about yourself. You'll gain more confidence um, when talking to people. And overall, it's just a great experience. And once you do one, you're going to want to do another one and another one and another one. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what is something like that you're looking forward to the most moving to Minnesota? Hmm. And it's not forever, you guys. Like life, we don't know what life holds, but this yeah. is Warren's first time moving outside of this little city. So I'm just curious, <laughs> like what what's something you're most looking forward to in Minnesota? Uh, snowboarding, definitely. I've always wanted to snowboard. and I'm finally going to get the chance to do it. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm so excited to snowboard. Getting some butt pads, put some extra towels, cushion that thing up. Cause you go Buy a bunch of uh, heated clothes and gloves. Maybe I'm overdoing it, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Come on, man. <laughs> so Warren, man, he's seen the power of God move. Um, tell somebody, you know, and I'm trying to just ask, you know, just a couple questions. Warren's not going to, he's going to be on the show a lot. So this is not like the first time you're seeing him, but... Um, what is something, even with your music right now, like what's something you'd want people to know just about your music and what's kind of happening with that? So the music that I make, um, it's mostly based off experiences that I've gone through. And the way that I write my music um, is telling stories, but there's also a positive message in there as well. Um, so everything that I write is all uplifting. It's encouraging and it's catchy as well. So I've done a few songs um, at the life school a few weeks ago and all the kids enjoyed it. Um, I saw some of them singing along with it, and it it puts that message inside of them. As they're listening to it and they're seeing me do it, it it repeats itself and it stays with them. So that's something I'm really happy about with the gift that God has given me. Mm-hmm. And come on, D D E F Y N E Define Music. Go check him out on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere that you. I mean, he's going to be putting stuff everywhere: SoundCloud, Spotify, like it'll be everywhere. So go check out his music because it will definitely bless you. Um, it's definitely blessed us, and uh, we're excited, you know, for him and for the music. So, you know, I don't want to do too much on this podcast. I know some people do like five hour podcasts, but I mean, we're almost going to be in an hour soon, and so um, we're going to end every episode with prayer, and we're going to add more elements as we go. I'm really excited for this show, guys, the Madness Show. I'm very excited for this first episode and just what has uh, what has happened in the show, and so there's going to be some greatness, you know, involved in this because it's all about, it's all about, at the end of the day, it's all about, it's all about Christ. It's all about Jesus. And, uh, you know, people mess up people, the ups and downs of life. And, uh, I'm just so excited to have this podcast because I, I really, I really think it's going to help a lot of people. And I don't want to sound redundant, but, uh, first episode, Warren Define Turner, Madness, M-A-D-N-E-S-S, Motivation and dedication never, ever stop striving. What is your madness? It is my faith in Jesus Christ. Also, go check out gotmadness.com, G-O-T-M-A-D-N-E-S-S dot, see, I'm not even going to edit that, gotmadness.com, and check out all the cool gear that we have um, as a reminder of what is your madness. It's about Jesus. So go get some cool merch. I know that I like to wear things that represent who I am. Right, Warren? Yep. So I wear like Jesus shirts because I want people to know like I'm all about Jesus. And I also wear the occasional golf polo because I'm 35 white male and I like to golf. <laughs> so I'll wear a golf polo and be like, must be a golfer. And all my friends back home are like, dude, you golf now? I'm like, dude, <laughs> he who is in Christ is a new creation. <laughs> all things pass away and things become new. I needed to use more of these, you know, more of these things, you know, 
but next next podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into these buttons. Uh, but today was really just an intro testimony. You guys can get to know me as the host of the podcast. Lots of guests, lots of different things. And so I want to talk about prison ministry because Warren, as my first guest, he's the longest person that's been affiliated with Madness and will continue to be. So I wanted to interview him, get, let you guys get to know him a little bit, give him some shout outs of what's going on. And so is there anything that you would want to leave people before I pray us out? Um, be the difference that um, someone has made in you. And that way you can be the difference to somebody in their life. So it all takes one and be that one because the world is changing. We have to adapt, but at the same time, we need to make uh, changes in our hearts and in people's lives as well to help them um, believe who they are in Christ so they can see themselves the way that God sees them. Remember the thing we used to have, the mad ones? The, mad, oh, the ones that make yes. a difference. It's exactly, that's what I thought of what you just said, making a difference. Don't be afraid to go do that. So I'm going to pray us out. And then that'll conclude the first official Madness show. And listen, when I say we're going to have a lot of episodes, I'm already picturing like episode 1000. Today we're talking about Christ in shoes. I mean, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe like, you know, Crocs. I'm at that stage in life. And, and your shoe game will change as you get older. Yeah. Um, you know, so anyway, I'm going to pray for you guys. Uh, my message to everyone is Madness. What is yours? What makes you motivated? What What are you dedicated to? What will you never, ever stop striving for? And I hope that today you got a little bit of joy, had a couple of laughs, and we'll dive into a lot of this stuff more. The first episode is always is a little more sentimental because as I'm starting in the podcast, I'm, I'm losing, not losing, I'm losing in the physical sense. My friend and my brother, who I've done Madness Ministry with for a long time, will continue to do so, but it changes the dynamic. So first episode, a little more not as laughter-y, but you got a testimony, got a good um, idea of, of some things. And so I'm going to pray for you guys, and then we're going to end. So Heavenly Father, thank you for all of the resources that we have. Thank you for all of the things we have. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you that you I could bring joy and humor and um, a, a perspective, Lord, of a, of a pastor um, to bless the people, to bless them. And, and so, God, thank you. Thank you for the listeners. Please bless them and have your face shine upon them and give them peace, give them patience through this crazy, chaotic world that we live in, Lord. Thank you that you are ultimately on the throne. You are in charge. Bless Warren in his move. Bless him with the things that he does. Bless the works of his hands, Father. And just thank you for a wonderful day and a wonderful week. In Jesus' my name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's going to do it for us. And until next time, this, I don't know, I don't even have a tagline. What do I do? Like, this is the madness. Have a blessed one. That'll work. <laughs>